You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of the legal marijuana industry, estimated to be worth about $7 billion, growing between 20 and 25 percent a year. We're going to be speaking with the co-founder, managing director of Cannabase. This is an online wholesale marijuana marketplace. We've got details. Right now, let's get details about business news from Catherine Cowdery in the Bloomberg Newsroom. Thank you, Pim. The stock market retreating from an all-time highs as a new report showed weak retail spending and producer prices. That report showed sales at U.S. retailers were little changed in July as Americans flocked to auto dealers at the expense of other merchants. Ken Perkins, president of Retail Metrics, calls the report disappointing, especially for brick-and-mortar stores as more sales go online. There's clearly a structural shift in the way people shop, how they're shopping, when they're shopping, and I think that's going to unfold here and, and more so than ever in the back-to-school shopping season. You know, there isn't going to be this rush that we've seen in previous years and decades uh, as a build-up. Uh, you know, now that you can shop mobily on your phone at any time, any place, and have it delivered same day within an hour in some instances, I think there's going to be a lot more buy-now, wear-now type purchases. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average is currently down 55 points, a third of a percent, trading at 18,558. S&P 500 down four points, two-tenths of a percent at 2181. The Nasdaq is down three points, a tenth of a percent at 5224. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 94 cents a barrel, 2.2 percent to 44.42. Spot Gold down $7.60 ounce to 13.4240. Ten-year Treasury up 15 30 seconds with the yield of 1.50 percent. Among today's top business stories, Fox News is unveiling a new senior leadership team and management structure. It's named Fox Television Station CEO Jack Abernathy and Senior Executive Vice President Bill Shine to serve as co-presidents effective immediately. In addition, Chief Financial Officer Mark Kranz will be retiring. Well, Steve Wynn got fewer tables than he wanted for his Macau Casino. He'll be getting 150 gaming tables for his new $4.2 billion resort in Macau. It's another signal that Macau is serious about limiting gambling growth. It's 2.32 on Wall Street. Let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Nancy Lyons. The Zika virus continues to spread in Miami. The Florida Department of Health says it has confirmed three more locally acquired cases. 
Governor Rick Scott says the state is still, though, a big tourist destination despite Zika. We're going to announce record tourism numbers for the second quarter of this afternoon. So um, just have to keep that up. There's, we have over 1.2 million jobs tied to tourism. Meanwhile, Puerto Rico says there have been more than 1,900 new cases there over the past week and more than 10,600 today. Donald Trump's presidential campaign is apparently pulling out of New Jersey. Nathan Hager reports from our Bloomberg 99.1 newsroom in Washington. The Republican nominee has reportedly closed his campaign headquarters in New Jersey, home to Governor Chris Christie. Federal election filings show he last paid rent there only about a week after the office opened in May. Several staffers reportedly haven't been paid since June. A New Jersey state senator who supports Trump tells Politico it was the campaign's plan all along to close after New Jersey's June 7th primary, but the office opened after Trump's eventual nomination was a foregone conclusion. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. And the New York Army National Guard unit, known as the Harlem Hellfighters, has started two weeks of training ahead of its deployment to Kuwait. About 250 soldiers left Westchester County to head to a training facility in Pennsylvania. They'll be deployed to the Persian Gulf this fall after more training in Texas. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons. This is Bloomberg. Back to you, Catherine. Thank you. Now let's get a quick check of the benchmark. Dow Industrial Average down 54 points at 18,558. S&P 500 down 4 points to 2181. The Nasdaq down 3 points at 5225. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. They took my whole paycheck. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, I got Because I got high. Well, I guess he brings his own music with him wherever he goes. Matt Miller, my co-host, filling in for (laughs) Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. The legal marijuana industry is estimated to be worth about $7 billion, growing between 20 to 25 percent a year. This despite uh, current action by the Drug Enforcement Administration rejecting petitions to remove marijuana from its most highly restricted classification of drugs. Here to tell us more about the marijuana industry is Jennifer Beck, the co-founder and the managing director of Cannabase. Jennifer, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. What is Cannabase? How do you describe it to people that are not familiar with the industry? Great. So Cannabase is the largest and oldest online exchange platform for licensed cannabis businesses. So we're the oldest and largest wholesale platform. Um, the core is our wholesale market where we represent 73% of marijuana licenses in Colorado. And we're a one-stop shop for retailers to stock their shelves and allow cultivators to move flour or trim to either retailers or extractors. So, so I can understand, uh, we all know where you can get, uh, cannabis legally now. Um, but I wonder where you can grow it. Can you grow it in all the same states, uh, that it's legal to buy it? Absolutely. So, Because interstate commerce actually isn't allowed, you have to grow it in the state that you're going to sell it. Um, And then it's a matter of whether or not that state is vertically integrated. So Colorado's market, our medical market, is still vertically integrated, which means that if you have a retail center, you actually have to grow 70% of your own product. But hang on, you can't get – does that mean if I go to Colorado to buy marijuana, I can't get anything from Humboldt County? No, absolutely not. All of the product has to be grown within Colorado. So our wholesale exchange is a state-by-state exchange. Now, this state-by-state exchange, tell us how it would actually work. Give us an example. 
So how it would work is you would either have a cultivation license, a retail license, or an infused product manufacturer license, which would allow you to make edibles. And then some people have both, um, you know, a combination of, of the two or the three. Um, then you'd go on Cannabase as a cultivator or retailer, and you would list the product you have available, flour, trim, extract, oil, uh, candy bars, whatever you're looking to sell. Or as a retailer, you can log on and you can shop product and you can buy it. Help me figure out uh, the margins at these dis- dispensaries. Um, when I was a, k- a kid, I mean, we always thought about an eighth as like a $30 uh, purchase, uh, I guess $50 if you're in New York City. What are we looking at as far as wholesale levels? Wholesale-wise, um, we're seeing that we have two types of markets, medical and recreational. The medical market has actually held steady. The medical market is still vertically integrated, so you have to have both licenses, um, and you have to be a red card holder to buy. Red card holders buying medical product are going to see around those prices, like you're saying, 30 bucks. Um, taxes are going to be a bit lower on the medical side. Recreational, vertical integration expired. So now we have standalone cultivations and standalone retail centers, which means there's been a real supply gut. We've had a lot of product coming into the market from large standalone grows. So on the recreational side, product has actually um, become way cheaper versus we were seeing about $2,000 a pound since recreational came into the market. Now it's selling at about $1,000 a pound. So those prices are beginning to impact the consumer, and it's becoming cheaper for consumers to buy recreational product. Since taxes on recreational product is slightly higher than medical, the two are starting to even out on the consumer side. Jennifer, how does cannabis make money? So because we are really not allowed to be too involved, we are not allowed to buy the product and mark it up and sell it because it isn't a three-tiered system here in Colorado. So Cannabis utilizes an online marketing model where we focus on bringing in the most clients, the most engagement, and then we make money off the data that we're aggregating from those users and from marketing tools. We have the most targeted platform for ancillary businesses to come in and actually reach cannabis business decision makers, and we have a full suite of online marketing tools available for them to do so. So how is the banking end of this working out? I know that for a long time it was very difficult for cannabis businesses um, to do banking because banks, even in legal states, weren't willing to form those relationships. Has that changed? A little bit. Um, It's still very, very difficult to get traditional banking. I'd say most dispensaries um, and cultivators at this point are able to get a checking account, but mostly it's because they'll use an LLC name that isn't related to their cannabis name that they're doing business as. Um, So that'll allow them to get a basic checking account and, you know, have checks. But getting credit cards, loans, traditional financing is still completely out of the question. Now, Cannabis uh, was acquired by Helix TCS uh, in July. What is Helix TCS? Helix TCS is a provider of integrated operating environment solutions for cannabis businesses. So the TCS stands for Technology, Compliance, and Security. Helix came into the market as a security provider and has grown into the largest security provider in the state um, in the last year. So absolutely explosive growth. And Cannabis has come on board to not only use Helix logistical infrastructure to make our marketplace more powerful, but also to accelerate our own growth. So since we've been here with Helix, we've solidified major partnerships with the sale tracking companies and data companies. All right, Jennifer. Thanks very much. Jennifer Beck there, co-founder and managing director of Cannabase, bought by Helix. Uh, Earlier in the summer, you can find them at HLIX on the Bloomberg.
This Hamptons Commuter Minute is brought to you by Land Rover. When towers seem like trees and roads become rivers, the Range Rover Evoque is there to guide you through the twists and turns of the urban jungle. Visit your tri-state area Land Rover retailer for special offers. Land Rover above and beyond. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.